get good at that, doing it together. Hello. I'm Kelly. I'm Courtney. We are two girls in Ohio. Yes. It's kind of crazy. This is our sixth episode. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm going to say that every episode because it's going to blow my mind that we keep doing it. Um, did you <laughs> did you read my mom's email? No. <laughs> so, my mom, number one fan. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Um, she emailed us a few um, corrections, maybe? I don't know. Ooh, yeah. Um, one, she said that Sarah Jessica Parker... She think, she said that she's read that Sarah Jessica Parker moved to Cincinnati but was born in Nelsonville. So that's why they went to all oh, that stuff in Cincinnati. That would make sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And then she also told us to look into Matthew Broderick, her husband, because Ooh. he has a good story. Okay. So we'll get into that. Put that in your bank yeah, somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And then she also said that she has interviewed a lot of people, but they're older and so they might not be interesting to us, but she would totally be on it one day if we you asked know. her to. So yeah. It's like, okay, maybe she can just make her like top five list of like, coolest people and then we can decide at during the live podcast if it's cool or not <laughs> yeah so we can be like eh, don't we don't want to hear about that person next who else do you have yes you mean my 20 minutes of research didn't give me the most accurate <laughs> results that's a ridiculous thought i know i mean it is way more work than you think to do this yes but i still well now that i'm do. just watching eat true hollywood stories it's actually pretty <laughs> it's pretty great i'm really just retelling eat true hollywood stories but the Eater Hollywood stories are usually like back in from 2005. They're so old. then I have to like bridge the gap of yeah. like the 10 years. But I get a good yeah. feel. Like start with Wikipedia to get the general outline. Then I go to some videos. Then I go back to Wikipedia. And then I'm like, I don't have to tell it in order. So I can do it however <laughs> I want. Yeah, screw you. <laughs> screw chronological order. I don't need you. Um, uh, but but yeah. I just thought it was funny that she emailed. That's the beautiful. email. And she could have just like texted you. Yeah. But <laughs> good for her. Yeah. Thanks, thanks mom. for using it. <laughs> Makes me feel good. Uh, speaking of parents, yes. um, this is will come out on Monday. So yesterday was Father's Day. Yes. So happy Father's happy Day to all the fathers. Father's Day. All the new fathers, all the old fathers. It's exciting when it's your first Father's Day, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, Max is unfazed. A little bit. He asked me to just clean out the closet. Okay. For his gift. Like his closet? <laughs> well, it's or... our closet. Oh, okay. <laughs> and to be fair, it's bad. Like, it's, it is bad. You can't even, like, walk in stuff. it. Oh, it's all my okay. stuff. That's why he asked me to clean it. <laughs> so, really, you're just doing yourself yeah, a favor? It's currently not clean. It might get there. I don't okay. Know. But he um, took Marley to a birthday party today of, like, his coworker. Yeah. And it's the coworker's daughter's birthday who's one. So, yeah. Like, Marley and the daughter are the same age. Oh, And it's nice. at a pool. And I was like, oh, are you going to take stuff? And he goes, I don't know. That just seems like a lot of work to, like, bring your bathing suit and, like, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, like, turned on. I look at him and I go, you mean to, like, plan it? To, like, have a plan to <laughs> to do stuff? And he just looked at me, like, confused. And I was like, like, how every time we do anything that I'm doing for what we're doing. <laughs> like, anytime we've ever taken her anywhere and I magically have the backup oh, outfit or the wipes or the uh -huh. swim diaper or the all things. He goes, yeah, it seemed like a lot of work, so I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> the one child without yeah. and her the, bathing suit. He was like, why are you laughing? I was like, well, that's just kind of lazy. And he goes, no, it's strategic. <laughs> He's like, that's how dads are. It's strategic planning, not lazy planning. I was like, okay. Whatever gets you through the day, man. Yeah. That's so, funny. Good for you, Father's Day. So nice. what are you guys doing? You going, seeing both your parents? Yes. Tomorrow? We're having his family over here for lunch, and then we're taking pizza to my parents tomorrow night. 
because they're in Toledo right now with my grandparents. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. And are you are you going up to? We were going to, but the weather isn't going to be super great, so um, they're going to come down here. So that'll be fine. Um, are you going to go out to eat or anything? I think we're going to eat at home. Ooh, I know. That I don't fancy know. restaurant called Home. Yeah, I don't know. It's like one of those things that I feel like normally when they come down here, all we do is eat out. Just, well, I was just going to say, yeah. I feel like if I were your parents, yeah. that would be like a reason I would want to come to Columbus and is to like is. go eat out. Yeah, and it but. totally is. But sometimes I feel like it's just, that's like all we do. So I want to like try and do something And else. it is hard to have like genuine quality time. When I don't know. Just at like a, a restaurant yeah. with a bunch of other people. Yeah. Yeah, and then you're like usually too full, and then mm. everyone's tired. So, well, tell Carl I say Happy Father's Day. <gasps> you tell Dan. Okay, I'll let him know. Actually, we all just need to have dinner soon. Yeah, no, we really do. They, I feel like they haven't seen each other since. Probably they moved us into German Village. All together, moms and dads. Yeah, but your wedding? No, your wedding. Duh. Oh yeah, you got married. Okay. I did. That was the thing that happened. <laughs> you got married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They forgot about that then. Which, that's almost five years. Yeah, one of the girls. Well, hell, I'm 30 next week. Yeah, I said it. You said it. I did. Happy early birthday. What? I don't know how I feel about it. It'll be a fun night. All the parents at school are like, don't worry, 30s are great. I'm like, okay. I look at those parents and I'm like, I think we're the same age and you have three kids, so I'm confused about my life choices. (laughs) And, like, they're wealthy as hell. I'm like, hmm, where were we different? <laughs> um, two years ago when my brother turned 30, I was asking him, like, oh, are you nervous about it? And he's like, no, I think I was, like, made for my 30s. He's like, you know how some people are made for certain things? And he looked at me and he's like, you were definitely made for your 20s. Mm-hmm. You, like, lived up your 20s. And he's like, so sorry when you turned 30. And my sister was there and she goes... Well, what about me? 40s. Connor goes, you were made for your 50s. So (laughs) you got some time. You got some time till you have uh, your your decade. Yeah. (laughs) I would agree. I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Connor's always kind of just hit his stride. He's always doing his own thing. Oh, yeah. He fits in wherever he goes because he just decides he does. So yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, it works. Mm -hmm. Not that you're not like that. So (laughs) Maggie calls us socially aggressive, both of us. You are. Yeah. I could see that. Yours is in a more positive way sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I think it's your turn to go first, uh, right? Okay, Jackie. Who you got for me? So I have Russell Brand. Ooh. Right. That's an interesting. What even led you down oh that path? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I was asking Remy um, who I should do. I was like, there's just so many choices. And no one was, like, sticking out. Every mm-hmm. week so far, someone has stuck out. And then I'm like, okay, I'll do them. This time I was like, oh, man, I don't know also been kind of a crazy week so um russell brand it is all over the place like the information that's out there about that about him is huge because he has put it out yeah it's not like other people doing stories on him it's like all his content i actually have no idea how he started so i'm interested to okay so i kind of focused on his later life Mm -hmm. um 
mainly because that's like after he was clean and after he was like drug and alcohol free is when his career and everything took off. So I don't really focus on anything. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. So he Find was, him slightly annoying. Like he's oh, someone that I don't know if I like or not Oh like. my God. So annoying. Remy <laughs> listens to the Joe Rogan podcast, uh-huh. which is good, but Joe Rogan has like no cap or no... Like, he never stops conversations. Yeah. So sometimes the podcasts are, like, an hour long, and sometimes they're, like, two and a half hours long. Jesus. Because him and the guests just, like, sit there and, like, have these Keep crazy... Going. Yeah. I'm, yeah, you always are, like, how high is Joe Rogan and how many drugs has the other person done, too? Like, sometimes they're just going on, and you're like, wow. So the Russell Brand one is two and a half hours long. Jeez. And Remy and I, we've tried to listen to it, like, on road trips and stuff, but sometimes Russell Brand just gets so far out there that I'm like, what was the topic of that question? (laughs) And I don't even remember it anymore. And Joe Rogan just loves it, and he's like, yeah, right Mm -hmm. on. Like, this is so cool. So it just is a weird conversation. Um, So he was born, Russell Brand was born in Essex, Essex, England, uh, 1975, so he started using drugs when he was 16. Uh, he has a really rough childhood. Um, he's abused. Um, mm. Like just kind of goes really through it. Yeah. Grows up um, not really stable. I mean, obviously, most people. So how old is he now? Sorry, do math for me. Um, I don't know. He must be like, well, what year were you born in? I was born in 89, and I'm about to be 30. So he's in his... So he's like 45. Yeah. Okay. Which makes sense. he's like 15-ish years older than me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Keep going. So he starts to use drugs, um, and it's just kind of a thing. And in all of the... All of like the documentaries and all the content that he puts out, he still talks about like how he's jealous of people that use drugs. Like uh, it's very yeah, like he's like a hardcore addict. Yeah, yeah, and you can just tell that it probably seems like most drug recovering drug addicts. That's probably how everyone feels, but is either like too embarrassed or doesn't ever want to say that out loud because mm-hmm. they're afraid that like they're gonna relapse. But he's really really honest about mm-hmm. all of that. Um. So he, during that time, he um, gets kicked out of school for drugs. He then goes to, like, performing arts schools, and he does drama, um, like, performances. Mm -hmm. And at the second school, he gets negative criticism on his performance that he does, and he starts stabbing himself. (gasps) Right. With what? I don't... They didn't say. I don't know. And so then he gets expelled from that school after well, that incident. Like... Touche. What? <laughs> it's but, a little violent. like, when he was that old, though, he was already that deep into drugs that, like, that mm-hmm. was his behavior then and mm-hmm. thought it was totally, like, this is just it. Yeah. Um. So then he... It doesn't really... I don't really know how he gets... Okay, anyway, so he starts a production company with his friend. 
Um, and in one of the things I watched, he's sitting down, he's just kind of sitting down with like different people throughout his life. And he sits down with this friend and they started this production company and like they had a TV show and like everything was going okay. But then the friends like, then it wasn't Mm -hmm. like, it was okay that he was using drugs because it was funny and it was entertaining. But then all of a sudden it wasn't funny and it wasn't entertaining and like, it was real that like he might die from drugs. Right. So that they were like, they seemed like they were just successful enough that like that was their careers. So then everyone lost everything. Like that friend lost his house. Uh, Russell Brand lost his house. They lost their cars. Like everything that they had, they lost because he was doing drugs and like the friend couldn't do everything himself. So it's just, I mean, he's just really honest about it. And I'm kind of surprised that he still has those friends. I don't know. Yeah. He, he seems very obnoxious a lot, but he either must be genuine or he's really like made it up to them. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Um so he basically screws over all his family and friends in that time. Like mm. which is what drugs do. Yeah. I mean, and that's what he talks about. Um a quote from him is saying he couldn't cope with being alive without taking drugs. Wow. Like that was just it. Yeah. The friend had footage of him doing drugs like in one of their houses and it was just like real eerie and creepy and and Russell Brand's like, I'm jealous of that guy. Like no matter what, I'm always wanna do drugs. Yeah. It's just very I don't know. It's weird. Because he always had the long hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, not the beard though. Okay. Yeah. So in the you can tell all the younger stuff because he didn't have a beard. Okay. But he didn't he didn't look bad like yeah he he didn't you know he wasn't like missing teeth or like didn't have sores all over his skin or like yeah. he didn't look he he always has been that thin so yeah. he didn't look sick or anything um so now he kind of travels around talks to people about why they do drugs why have drugs affected them like how can they get clean why it's important for them to get clean that sort of thing um so, in one of the videos I watched, he is specifically talking about Amy Winehouse, mm-hmm. and that was like a huge Ooh, thing for I'd him. I heard of the list. That's a good one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, he and I won't talk too much about her, but it's just he feels so much guilt over that because he was around her, I guess, a decent amount. And he knew, like, no one was surprised when Amy Winehouse died. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like. That sucks, but like, yeah, yeah, of course you were she doing died. dangerous stuff. Yeah, yeah. and um, Russell Brand like sits down with her dad, and um, like they have these conversations about it, and basically saying like, I'm really sorry, I, I didn't help your daughter. Like he was still doing yeah drugs at that time too, um, and um, his dad, her dad was just like, it's not your fault. Like Mm -hmm. no one could do anything for her. Like she was not that person. I mean, her, one of her biggest songs is not going to rehab. Yeah. When her dad asked her to. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just like that. She wasn't going to go, you know, just wasn't it. Um, anyways, she has a interesting story. We should probably do her too, but it was just very interesting. So I don't think that they were close friends, but they were close enough friends that he definitely felt yeah. That, like, he could have done something hmm. to stop her death. Yeah. Um, okay. So, he works for MTV Europe. Which oh, okay. I forgot about any of this stuff in his life. So, he works for MTV as, like, a DJ. Okay. Um, he, like, presents awards. Um, he, like, does a few shows for like them. Like, the Carson Daly of Europe. Yeah, just kind of, okay. like, around. He has a big personality. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. 
Um, so at age 27 is when he gets clean. So that was in December of 2002. He quits drugs, which really wasn't that long ago, if you think about it. Like, he's yeah. been clean for a long time, but yeah. still, like, he lived a long life of yeah. doing drugs. drugs. Yeah. Um, so he works for MTV Europe. He gets fired because he brings his drug dealer to work. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Like that was like that was in a video. Like brought his drug dealer to work, so he was then terminated. Like yeah, of course he was. <laughs> um, he has a radio show and is just like so provocative in it and just like so outrageous in Europe. In Europe, yeah. and it but it takes off because people are like, who is this person? What's he talking about? What's he talking yeah. about? Oh, he also the day after Osama bin Laden was. Um, captured, killed by America and the American soldiers or whatever, he showed up to work dressed as Osama bin Laden. <laughs> like, that... Yeah. What goes through your mind that that's no like, this idea. is a great idea? Like, what? I have no idea. So, like... <laughs> The stuff that he does is just, like, really controversial. Do you think people... Because I feel like there's a few people like that in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Do you honestly think that that's really their personality? Or do you think they just want to get a rise out of people? <sighs> I don't know. Because, like, he is so to that point And be, he pushes it so much further than that. Like, in my opinion, I think you're a very smart person and you know what's going to make people mad and you purposefully do it to make people mad. Yeah. That's what I would think. And I don't know if he can, like, turn it on and off because he started to be a political activist, too, uh, in England. And I don't... And I don't know. Like, how can you sit there and have, like, intelligent conversations, but then, two days later, go on and talk about, like, this crazy, crazy shit that you're, like... What are you talking about? <laughs> like normal people don't even think about this stuff and you can have like you can write a book about it. Yeah. So I I don't know. I always kind of thought he turned it on and off, but then the more that I've seen from him, I'm like maybe not. Like yeah. maybe his wheels just turn differently in his brain. Yeah. And that's just how he is. I don't know. He is ex- eccentric is a is understatement. Yeah. yeah. Like that doesn't even begin to describe him. Interesting. Yeah. Um so then uh then he like 2007, that's when he gets forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's the first time I ever knew who he was. And that's kind of like the big break that they talk about for him is forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Um, he's hilarious. He plays mm-hmm. himself clearly in that yeah. movie. Um, and I think he kind of does play himself a lot in movies just because he's so weird. He's like a character actor. You yeah. Know, like he kind of is one type of character. Yeah. Which if someone picks that character for their movie, then you want him because yeah. he does it He does best. it well. Yeah. Yeah. So then he does bedtime stories. Um... Which is Adam Sandler's movie, one of his first movies. He's a character there. Um, Then he does Get Him to the Greek. Then he does A Voice in Despicable Me. Okay. So then he it starts to go for him. Yeah. He's clean. He can finally function. He's weird as hell, but like people like it. Um, So now his career, his career pretty much takes off after that. And now he has multiple books. Um, He tours around trying to help people. When did he start dating Katy Perry? Katy Perry, they were married from 2010 to 2012. 
Okay. So that was after, that was kind of in the middle of him getting uh-huh. famous in America. Why did they get divorced? It said irreconcilable differences. Okay. It it stated that he texted her that they were getting a divorce. <laughs> so, and they both have talked about how like they really did love each other, but it was just impractical that they lived two completely different lives. I don't think two big stars can be married like that. When they're at we the need height, to dive into that. we do like when they're at the height of their careers. Yeah, I don't think two famous people can stay married. But then I also feel like there's nobody who would understand that. So who else do you marry? Well, I guess you just are alone. Forever. No, I think you need someone that like already has had their the height of their career and is willing to just do like a little bit. I think the people that last the most are people who they're famous, but they're not like. Huge. The most crazy famous someone could Which ever be. Which Katy Perry was at that time. Yes. She was the newest, right. coolest during that time. Although, I don't know, Jay-Z and Beyonce, that's pretty. Is that real though? I think it is. You don't, I don't think know. it is? I, I think one day if they came out and, or like one of them dies or whatever when we're old and it comes out like that was a like storybook. Business book. transaction? Yeah, marriage. <laughs> I'd be like, makes sense. More hats off to you. Make I mean, yeah, it made them both more famous for sure. I don't know. They're both weird. I mean, Jay-Z, what personality is there? Like, what does I've he have going on? I've heard his book is really good, his autobiography. But, like, she probably wrote it. No, it's, like, before he even <laughs> met her. I oh, think. okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. I feel like my mom read it or something. Okay. Which is interesting. I would be interested in that. Because he's actually one of those people who, we're going off on a tangent, yep, but yep. he's one of those people who, he was, like, real life in the streets, like, I feel like some rappers, uh, like, rap about, like, being life, and it's like, no, you grew up in Bel Air, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're, you're cool, yeah. but, like, he legitimately was, like, in the Bronx, like. Yeah, grew up yeah. that way. Yeah. No, another one to add to the. Yeah. <laughs> we could do them together, really. We could. Ooh, that'd be hard. <laughs> yeah. So, but texting your wife that you're getting a divorce is pretty great. Yeah, that's sad. But they seem both fine about it. It mm-hmm. wasn't, like, a big deal that they got divorced. Well, they weren't together that long. It's two years. No. And they were only together for like months before they got married. Yeah. So it wasn't. I mean, really, it's like shorter than a normal relationship. <laughs> Maybe he just needed a um, citizenship in America. Ooh, good for him if he got that. <laughs> yeah. He dual citizened it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. He definitely is an advocate for mental health and like has brought a lot to that table. Um, he talks about how like Amy Winehouse, she, before she died, she was clean for a couple weeks and, um, he says like, yeah, she quit doing drugs, but she didn't deal with the mental health side of it. Like she just went cold Turkey on the drugs Mm -hmm. thinking that she could stop and like, no, Hey, that's actual like mental things that go along with that. Um, so he's definitely brought a lot of light to things. Um, good for him. Yeah. Interesting dude. There's just so much out there. I, sometimes I can't understand what he's saying. No. Cause he's like a little mumbly and then he has like a trash. British yes. Accent. Yes. It's like Cockney yeah. or whatever it's called. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's very, what's happening. The, the dialect of uh-huh. where he's from is uh-huh. like, what the hell are you saying? <laughs> it's worse than like Scottish accents. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Remember when Brianna couldn't watch any show. That had accents because she literally had no idea what they were saying. Like I really in college wanted her to watch. <laughs> in 
college, I wanted her to watch Downton Abbey. And, like, they have British accents, but, like, they're very... Pretty clean. Normal British yeah. accents. Because it's English people. Yes. Like, they were trying... Yeah. And she straight after the first scene is like, no idea what, what they just said. And she just walked away. She's like, nope, no idea what they said. I was like, that's hilarious. It is. You, like, have to process that <sighs> accent. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. I would have never thought to do him. Yeah, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot there. Yeah. But that's a very brief overview. Yeah. So who you got going on? Oh, I did a heavy hitter. Who? Um, I did our girl, uh, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, uh-huh. shit. Um, someone recommended her to me. I, I want to say my friend Heather. Or some, I don't know. Someone was like, you should do her. And when I was doing my last minute research last night, I was like, who definitely would have an E! True Hollywood story that I don't need to really look up a lot? Lindsay And for Lohan. sure, there's Lindsay Lohan's E! True Hollywood mm-hmm. story. I was like, all right, sold. Yeah. Um, But there's actually a lot of things about her that I did, didn't know, especially how old she was. Like, she was a lot younger during all of that than I ever knew. She's only two years older than me. Okay. So she, pretty much every movie that came out, we were like the same, same age, age as her while she was doing it. Yeah. Um, so she was born um, in New York and pretty much right away at three years old, her parents took her to the Ford modeling agency. Um, I mean, she sticks out with like redhead freckles, blue eyes, like she's beautiful and definitely is like a recognizable face. So mm-hmm. she got a lot of modeling gigs. She then did like a commercial when she was six, about a Jello commercial or something. Um, she was in a few random plays, things like that. But the first big thing she ever did was Parent Trap. Okay. Which she was seven years old. No, 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 eleven years old. Either way, still really little. Yes, eleven years old, definitely. And she played both of them, so like they, she had to like <laughs> yeah. play opposite herself, yeah. which that's hard for anybody, let alone yeah. an eleven-year-old. Yeah. But watching these interviews of her when she's eleven. She was like so poised and very put together for an 11 year old, and she just did not sound like 11 years old. Like, you can tell she'd already like mainly been around adults, like, that's who she was used to talking to, mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, and I was actually surprised too at how much her mom tried to keep her grounded. So, after Parent Trap, they wanted to, um, they wanted her to play. There was the, um, Inspector Gadget movie coming out and they wanted her to play the daughter and they declined because she had just done Parent Trap and they're like, we're going to go back to New York. We want to get her back in school. That's what we want to do. So she went back to school. Um, Parent Trap was a huge success and she was so cute in that. I can pretty much quote that entire movie. I'm obsessed with it. And I remember being obsessed with it Mm -hmm. when it came out. Yeah. Um, So she goes back to school. She does her normal thing for a while. She asks to get back into acting. She lands... um, a part-time gig on a soap opera, which actually mom said was really good because they would just record like a few days out of the week and then the rest of the day she'd go to school like normal because mm. kids on soap operas aren't all the time. Like they're just oh, random. Because yeah. so, she was still probably like 12 or 13 at this point. Okay. Um, then the soap opera wanted to relocate and um, or maybe that was another show she landed, wanted to relocate to Los Angeles and they were like, no, we don't want to do that right now. Um so she stayed in New York for a long time. Um, she ended up doing Freaky Friday was the mm, next thing she did. Really? Um, yes. There was that much time to... Okay. Well, she was 15 when she did Freaky Friday. So four really years. only four years. Okay. That's not a lot at all. No. Really. 
Um, so she was 15 when she did Freaky Friday, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, and she went, she filmed that. That turned out really good too. Yep. Chad Michael Murray yep. was her love interest in mm-hmm. that. Around this time, she starts dating, um, or a little before Freaky Friday, she started dating Aaron Carter. <laughs> Remember I him? I about that. <laughs> oh, Aaron's Party is like the best song yes. of all time. Again, things I know all the words to. Absolutely. They and used to play that music video during commercials on Disney, and it was the best. I don't remember that. Yeah, I do. It was so good. That's good. Um, do you remember but, when he came to OU? All washed up and stuff. No. He played on like South Green. You don't remember really? that? Heck yeah. How? Which year were we? I think we were seniors because I remember Sam going to it. <laughs> she was. Or maybe it was her little sister. I don't know. He was definitely there though. Yeah. Like not that long ago. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Well, <laughs> so they start kind of dating and all of that and she goes, she does Freaky Friday um, and then she ends up doing this photo shoot for Vanity Fair, I think, or maybe Vogue, mm. Teen Vogue, mm-hmm. and it's like a bunch of young actresses at the time that were up and coming. Mm. Um, so like um, oh, Alexis Bledel, the girl who played Rory on Gilmore Girls, oh, she was in it. Raven yeah. Simone was on it. Yeah. Um, Hillary Duff was there, and Hillary Duff brought Aaron Carter to the photo shoot. <laughs> So like, this, you mean their moms brought them yeah. to the photo shoot? So this incites the whole Hillary Duff, Lindsay Lohan feud that I don't know if you ever heard about it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it was a real life thing. Yeah. So Lindsay's all mad that Aaron shows up with Hillary. They're pissed about it, whatever. So flash forward to the Freaky Friday premiere and Chad Michael Murray brings Hillary Duff to the premiere because at that time, Chad Michael Murray and Hillary Duff were filming um, Cinderella Story yes. together. Yes. Also, another Great. solid movie. Great. Could watch it over and over uh-huh. again. So Lindsay Lohan is like really mad that Hillary Duff's at this premiere and like doesn't want her there and blah, blah, blah. And her mom's basically like, you run in the same circles. Like you're going to be around the same people. Like just get it, over it. Get over it. It is what it is. Um <laughs> So, right after Freaky Friday, um, she turns 18, like, a little bit after it's out. Um, She filmed it around, like, 15, 16. So, she moves to Los Angeles. She makes the move. And she moves in with Raven Simone. So, they they were roommates. Okay. Um, And this is when she gets Mean Girls. Which Mm. I think is, like, in my opinion, her most well-known thing that she'll probably ever do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, parent, uh, parent trap and I think Mean Girls mean was girls. the height of like she literally was one of the most gorgeous people I think I've ever seen. Yeah, um, it's awesome, and it was funny, and that movie was awesome, and all of that. But she was like seventeen, going on eighteen when she filmed it, which I guess I just didn't realize because I feel like a lot of actors when they get people to play high school people, they're like in their twenties, twenties. Like yeah. I think what's her face was older. Um, the blonde. Yeah, yeah. Regina George. What's, yeah. Why can I not I think of her name? name That's horrible. I love her. Mm. Rachel McAdams. Oh, Lord. yeah. Like no, she, she was, definitely She was probably like older. 22, 23 yeah, yeah, when yeah. they filmed that. Yeah. Um, but Lindsay Lohan was still pretty young, like 17, 18 years old. Um, so she was going out, hanging out with all these people, getting into clubs. Um, there's interviews of her talking and she's like, people say that I'm like doing drugs and doing all of this and I'm like, you know, promiscuous. And she's like, if going out with my friends and dancing with my friends is promiscuous, then yeah, I guess I am. And she's like, but I don't think I'm doing anything else that some 18-year-old at college isn't doing somewhere else. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess, but you're also with people, like, who are... In their 30s, probably. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, 
Um, mean Girls comes out and she actually um, went, she went to SNL to watch it and she had just read the script and she went up to Tina Fey and was like, I read the script and I love it. And that's when Tina Fey like started thinking about Lindsay Lohan for the movie, which I thought was cool. I didn't know Tina Fey wrote that. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh-huh. That's yeah, funny. Tina Fey is the best in the entire world. Well, it's yeah. based off a book, Queen Bees and Wannabes, which Tina Fey didn't write that, but Tina Fey adapted that book to a screenplay oh, called Mean Girls. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Mean Girls will go all time down as like one of the best. I mean, mm-hmm. for our age people, like Cult everyone classic. knows. Max had never seen it when I met him. And really? I was like, that's a problem. We're going to have to. And he was like, isn't it a chick flick? I was like, no. no. Ask any guy who's seen it. It's like Funny. one of the most hilarious yeah. movies. Um, so then she went on to do Herbie Fully Loaded. Okay. Um, which again was like another Disney mm-hmm. remake movie. And... Middle of filming that, she checks herself into the hospital and she says that she's having like heat exhaustion mixed with an asthma attack mixed with just like being worn out. So she's doing a lot of things. Okay. Um, And her mom basically said she needed this time. So she was in the hospital for three days during that time. Hmm. Um, While all this is happening, back home, her dad's a shit show. So when she was little, her dad, for, like, fraud or embezzlement, something went to jail for, like, several months. Um, he's always been in and out of trouble with the law. He, um, big, big-time alcoholic, and mom almost left him a bunch of times, finally does divorce him around this time. Okay. So I think that probably had a lot to do with it, too, that mm. they were not getting along. Um and also, so right after the mom, Lindsay Lohan's mom, uh, Diana or mm-hmm. Dina, Diana, Dina, one of those, one of those. She, um, which by the way, she could be Lindsay Lohan's sister, mm-hmm. like the way she dresses and like looks. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the dad said, "Hey, don't divorce me. Let's do a reality TV show instead, and I'll split the money with you, and we'll call it like Living Lohan or something like that." And she, the mom thought about it, like, okay, I won't divorce you. But two days later, he crashed his car into, like, a tree because he was drunk and he went to jail. And so that never happened. Um, So they actually got divorced and he was away. And she's estranged from him. Lindsay doesn't talk to her dad at all, really. Mm. Um, So she goes back filming Herbie Fully Loaded. It didn't have as good of Mm -mm. a time as Mean Girls or her previous movies. Um, She starts partying a lot and she drops a ton of weight. I don't know if you remember, she dyed her hair blonde. Mm-hmm. And there's that picture of her in the white dress. And she's like skeleton skinny. Mm-hmm. Which that's what I always really liked about her. She was like really full figured. And yeah, I liked normal. that. Yeah. Like when she was in Mean Girls, I mm-hmm. remember thinking like, that's what a girl in high school would look like. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Very normal. Yes. Very yeah. normal looking. And that's what I thought made her really pretty. Was like, mm-hmm. you don't look crazy skinny or, you mm-hmm. know, like whatever. So anyways, she dropped a lot of weight. People were worried about it. They thought that there was probably drug usage or eating disorder or something like that. Combo platter. Um, well, she did an interview with Vanity Fair later admitting to an eating disorder, to bulimia. But then when the article came out, she denied it. And she said that the journalist made it up and misconstrued her words. Mm. And the and Lindsay didn't say that. Her mom said that. Lindsay mm. didn't ever speak out about it. But Lindsay's mom said that that wasn't true. So I don't know if that was just her mom, like, not wanting people to know if that is really what happened. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, so she then starts to film Georgia Rule, which was with Felicity Huffman and Jane Fonda and her. And they play, like, the great 
the grandma, the mom, and the daughter. Mm-hmm. And um, Felicity Huffman's the mom, and she takes um, Lindsay Lohan to stay with grandma for the summer because she's like an out of control teen. And while filming that, she's definitely like party Lindsay for sure. And the executive producer of the company that was making the movie basically wrote this big long letter and like publicly publicized it saying that Lindsay was unprofessional. She was showing up late. She was calling off, which was like $25,000 worth of production a day that just like didn't get used because she didn't show up. And he basically was like, you need to honor your contract or like I'm not you're done type thing and Lindsay's mom immediately was pissed about it and was like she needed that day off and like all this stuff whatever like she's not partying she's just having a hard time and whatever it is um that movie came out it did okay it wasn't anything great either um also around this time she's drinking a lot they didn't ever say she was using drugs but I think she was she was found with drugs one of the times she was arrested she got arrested like three times within like a six month time span she was in and out of rehab three times in a six month time span um and she's not even like what 20 years old at this point yeah she's probably like 2021 yeah if that yeah um so definitely a real thing which i think being an addict it runs in the family for sure so like if Mm -hmm. your dad had those issues you probably Mm -hmm. should think about what you're doing and Mm -hmm. everything like that um, she was dating Wilmer Valderrama oh, for a yeah. long time, um, yeah. that 70s show. Yeah. They broke up around the time of, um, right before Georgia Rule. So, like, right before she kind of got really bad. Um. But didn't he come visit her? Yeah. I mean, like, they ended amicably. Like, it wasn't anything horrible. Yeah. I think he was 23 and she was 17 when they started dating. Oh, yeah. So, there yeah. was, like, a big age gap there and I think that probably just... It's not a big age gap. It's just a weird one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, when you're 17, you don't know anything about life. Yeah. Sorry if you're 17 and listening to this, but that's real. You don't know anything (laughs) about life. You know nothing. You might know some things, but you don't know. You don't even know who you are. No. Which is fine. No one does. And no 17-year-old knows who they are. No. So this is also the time, though, that I feel like Lindsay's mom starts to get on the cuckoo train because she's starting to defend all Lindsay's behavior. Well, she's her manager, kind of. Which is always wrong. I never do that. Yeah, I don't (laughs) think so, too. I mean, I think it's good to have your family close. Oh, of course. To me, mom seems very um, attention-seeking herself. Like, I think she wanted to live vicariously through Lindsay, all that jazz. Um... So she ends up going to rehab for, it could be six weeks or six months, something or six something. Yeah. But it's like for real time she went, I mean, it was like a celebrity rehab, so it wasn't, It was a vacation a little. But, um, and then she comes out after that and she just takes a break and is done. She also did some music stuff before all that happened too, but none of her albums were ever Mm -hmm. like super... Big. I mean, they said they went gold and platinum, but I think that's that pretty mean? easy. Yeah. It's like the number that they sold. Oh, okay. I don't ever remember like hearing her songs on the radio and thinking like, yeah, Lindsay Lohan. No. Um, so, I mean, ever since then, she really hasn't done mm-hmm. a whole lot. She um, did, well, she also got all that plastic surgery done. Yeah. Which gross. I don't know how you feel about plastic surgery. Here's how I feel. I think... I don't judge people for getting it. I more feel very sad because I think if you're getting plastic surgery, 
that means you extremely enough do not like the way you look that you want to alter it. Mm -hmm. And that makes me feel very sad because I think everyone is beautiful. And so I think if you have that much self-doubt about yourself, especially at that young of age, Mm -hmm. if you're like 55 and you want to get some liposuction or a facelift, like go go for it. You know, like, yeah, time has not been good to you maybe. But when you're, she did it like 28, like our age. Yeah. And like her lips look horrible. Yeah. Her nose looks bad. Um and it just like she tight. if you put her picture next to mine, not like I think I look amazing, but like she looks fifteen years older than me mm-hmm. just because of that. Yeah. And I think the same thing about like um <clears throat> which Jenner girl did it? Kylie. Kylie. Yeah, I think she was so pretty before and I don't even think she looks good now. Mm-hmm. And like she was so yeah, I just feel like it, it makes no sense. Eager to grow up. Yeah. Yeah. It Same with um, who was the, um, Heidi from the Hills? Do you yeah, remember that? That's what first came to mind? Oh, she looked like no. She was I can think before. of nobody that like I think looks better afterwards. No, unless again you're just older and you're getting like a facelift or something, yeah. and you just like look a little younger. Yeah, but no, that's yeah. So Oprah did a thing about her in 2018, like a little series on her network, where they sat down and talked. Um, didn't get a lot of ratings she now has the Lindsay lohan beach club that's what she's doing now so of course i had to watch an episode research i have watched an mm-hmm. episode um and it's not what i thought it was going to be basically she no. brings like good looking young people to her club in greece to have them work for her and it's more about the people working than it is about her um but i don't think she looks good no she can barely talk. Like, she, you can't understand what she's saying because her lips are so ridiculous. No. There's just, like, nothing attractive or good about her. Her personality isn't nice. No. She isn't nice on that show. She no. She just thinks she's amazing and she's just a brat. And I just can't get over how old she seems. I know. Like, when they were like, I'm 32. I was like, what? Yeah. You're two years older than me? Yeah. Yeah. So she owns, like, a club... And, like, beach clubs in um, Greece that she runs. Um, So that's pretty much what she's doing now. And then she has that reality show. But I just feel like it's kind of sad because I think she was... She was a decent actress, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I think she probably could have done really good things. Especially, like, to be a comedic actress, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think she just kind of fell off the map. I think... I think she also got the height of her being famous was right around the time that social media and everything was like really big. And so there was just so much explosion at once of like, now you're being slammed on the internet. Now you're being slammed on the tablets. Now people are tweeting mean things at you. Whereas like, I think any celebrity that's up and coming now just like knows that that's going to happen. And so I think that that just like really took a toll on her. And then I also just think the... Alcohol too. Yeah, she's partied. Yeah, too hard. And yeah, you some can't, people can't control. No. They can't be in that lifestyle because you, they can't say no to things. Right. Because that is that lifestyle. You just could have anything you ever wanted. So you have to be able to say no sometimes. But yeah, that's like a weird, sad downturn because she yeah. never. No, she'll never be normal again. She'll never. No. No. And she seemed, like, even the interviews around Mean Girls, like, she seemed very, like, head on her shoulders, like, good and all that. And It's just being way too famous when you're young. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the height of her career was Mean Girls. And she was way too young to even handle that much money. Like, she probably didn't even have her own house yet. 
yeah. when she was that famous. Yeah. And then you act like a diva and you're not even 25 yet mm-hmm. and you still could have a huge career in, ahead of you. But when your mom's your manager defending everything you're doing and not right. making it like a business transaction, making it personal, mm-hmm. I mean, that just spells disaster. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Brand also struggled with bulimia. Isn't that weird? That is interesting. Yeah. I That was in one of the things um, when he was young. Huh. So I don't know if he was, like, worried about how he looked, like, like performing and stuff. Hmm. Or what. Especially because he is, like, super scrawny. Then anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I thought that was interesting. I think way more people suffer from that than anyone will ever know. Oh, yeah. That's a very private disease that you can have. Yeah. Secretively. I just, I don't know, I, um, two or three years ago, well, maybe even four years ago now, I had a very eye-opening conversation with two of my really good friends. We were talking, and one of them had read an article about, um, something about some statistic about, like, 97% of women, like, hate the way they look, or something like that, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I, like, shrugged it off, like, and then the two, my two friends started talking, and they started talking about, like, how they hate looking in the mirror. Or they hate this about themselves or whatever. And I literally like almost got to tears because I was like, you are two of the most beautiful people I've ever met in my entire life. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like that's like every girl's struggle that A, I don't think all men necessarily understand. But B, that I think women don't understand every other woman is going through. Right. Like I think you very much have a lens of like that woman has it all together. Mm -hmm. Or like when you are young like – that girl's so pretty, she has everything. When, like, if you could be in that girl's head, you'd know, like, she might be looking at you thinking the exact same mm-hmm. thing and hating herself. Yeah. And it just made me really, really sad to hear, like, two people that are so beautiful talking mm-hmm. about they don't like to look in the mirror. And I yeah. was like, what? And I just, like, almost started crying. And I just told them how beautiful they were. And I was like, <laughs> you're beautiful. <laughs> that was an ugly face. That you I said. did. I made an ugly face. <laughs> an ugly cry face. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, I mean, that's just all goes back to mental health. Mm-hmm. Mental health for men and women is just huge, and it's finally being talked about, and finally, like, like yeah, everyone struggles. Like, you're not the only one, and I think Do you huge. think self-esteem issues are, like, a personality thing, or you think it's, like, like nature versus nurture? Oh, Yeah. Which one? I think it's completely how you were grown up. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's a whole lot of people out there that had really, really rough childhoods that are like, I'm great. I can get whatever job I want. Yeah. I am the person in charge of me. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that's... I think it's more like you... There's a reason why it's a cycle. Successful people are usually always successful. And like, if you have a family that's been successful, you're going to keep being successful. If your family was really poor and had a really hard time with life and never could keep a job or, you know, whatever, I think that that's very... It's going to keep continuing to happen until, you know, something major changes. Yeah. But... I, um... I also, I just feel like there's so much to kids' relationships with their parents, too. Like, Mm -hmm. if you have, like, my mom's a very, like, confident person. I think most people who meet her would think that. Not that, like, she thinks she's the best, but, like, she was kind of a public figure, and, you know, she 
looked decent most days because she had to go be on TV and things yeah. like that. And I feel like me seeing someone who was that confident a lot, it like never made me think like, well, why am I not? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've read a lot about, um, especially because I have a daughter, about like the way you talk about yourself mm-hmm. really impacts the way that your daughter thinks of themselves. Like yeah. if they're lo- watching you every day, look in the mirror and be like, ugh. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then like what are they going to yeah. think? If like they think you're pretty and then they're like, well, if she doesn't even think she's pretty, then like what am I? Mm-hmm. But then I also think it's a father thing too. Oh, yeah. Like my dad like I remember when me and Max started dating he was like I think it's kind of weird that your dad talks that like says you're pretty and stuff and I was like what do you mean yeah and he's like I don't know I mean he'll he just would tell a story and be like well yeah and my gorgeous daughters or you know whatever and I was like it like literally never even occurred to me that Mm -hmm. my dad even said those Mm -hmm. things until that moment Mm -hmm. then I was like huh but then it made me like happy because I was like maybe that is why I you know what I mean like I didn't struggle too much with like I mean everyone struggles with how they look but like I never was one that was like super Mm -hmm. worried about it Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of that had to do with and even my sister who I think she has a lot of anxiety about other things yeah I feel like her looks were never really one of them either like she didn't ever really struggle with like that aspect of things but oh no our you do not realize how good our parents were to us until you start looking around and you get outside your circles because mm-hmm. all of our friends know our stories we know them but when you start like opening up to coworkers or opening up to just you know new friends and stuff like that and you realize how their parents are or how they've been treated in life you're like oh my god yeah I had no idea like you know the amount that you're grateful yeah just is insane Simple things like dad, um, with all the job stuff that I've been doing this week, dad left a voicemail and was just like, I'm so proud of you. Just, and I, and that's just how he is. Like, that's just the way he is. But somebody else in the room was like, oh wow, my dad would never do that. Yeah. And you never think about it. That's, that's how we were raised. That's how Mm -hmm. we grew up. And you never know really how good you have it until you look at other people and you're like, oh wow, not every mom and dad was like that. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, we were lucky. We are lucky. Oh yeah, the luckiest. <laughs> so lucky. Oh my gosh. Okay, so yeah, that was a good one. That we was. got a little weird at the end, but yeah, we got really in depth. That's us. That was emotional. So welcome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, really quick. Name one thing you're obsessed with. Oh, currently. Oh god. You go first. Um, Taylor Swift's new song, You Need to Calm Down. If you have not listened to it, go listen to that's it. The it's name amazing. Of it? You need, you to, need calm to calm down. down. Yeah. That's funny. It's really good. What am I obsessed with? Well, babies, kind of. <laughs> really into that right now. None of my own. Other people's. Other people's babies. Really into that. OPB. Other people's babies. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag OPB. You down with OPB? <laughs> I am. Yeah, you know me. I am. I'm just really into other people's infants. <laughs> Is that weird? Nope. <laughs> cool. It's profitable for you. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you for making it all the way through our weirdness. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're, uh huh. We're time to sign off here. Yes. Okay. Go. We have created an Instagram. We have uh, email, so it's all under Two Girls in Ohio. So email us if you have any comments, concerns, you want us to talk about something, we would love suggestions. Mm -hmm. Um, Because definitely doing the same thing, we could see ourselves like switching it up every once in a while just so it doesn't get boring. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. 
And uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.